Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Everton Report podcast. I'm Luke and I'm also with co-host Tom. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, mate. Uh, the week's always a bit better after Everton win on a Saturday or a Sunday, isn't it, mate? Tell you that. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, can't agree with you anymore there. Um, so, Tom and myself basically had our Everton page for about four months or so. Uh, if you don't follow the page and you'd like to give us a follow, our uh, um, username is at underscore Everton Report. That's on Instagram and it's also the same on Twitter. We've also got a podcast recorded for a while, so we felt there's no better time to get one underway with the first game of the season now. Uh, being played, obviously we played Southampton on Saturday. Just got to start with how good it was being back at the ground, Tom, uh, having a full Goodison Park on Saturday. Well, I think we've all waited 18 long, long months to get back in the ground, haven't we? And it was showed via the Decore goal how much being back in that ground meant to everyone in there. It's one of those moments that you're just going to remember forever, isn't it? That Decore goal, I think. Like you'll have your, um, your matches where you've been over the years where you're not going to forget. That's going to be one of them for me. It was that long, 18 months, just being back on the ground, letting out all that relief. It's one of them, isn't it? It's going to be with me forever, I think. Well, I've seen a lot of people say that it's a bit over the top, it's a bit exaggerated, mainly Liverpool fans. And fair enough, that's what they want to, that's how they feel. But they obviously don't understand what it means to be back in that ground and to score a goal like that. It's when, that's it. It's when you go to the game every week, obviously, me and you, before the pandemic, we were going every home game, weren't we? The other way game and stuff. Like You, you realise it becomes part of your life, doesn't it? So when that got, well, got took away for 18 months, obviously being back on the ground, there's no such thing as an overreaction celebration, in my well, opinion. We, we've both been going the ground since we were five, six years old. I've had a season yeah, yeah, exactly. since I was about 12, I think. So mm-hmm. to be have that taken away for a, a fair amount of time. It wasn't nice, was it? It wasn't nice sitting at home watching any games. It just didn't feel right. Nah, it wasn't the same, was it? Especially when you remember I like the spells last season, you could have a few fans there. It just weren't the same, was it? No. Having no. a few obviously we made it loud as we could. We remember we played Arsenal and Chelsea, I believe, weren't it? And we got and bit out because we won. Every other time we didn't have fans there, we seemed to fold in we at home last season. Well, um, it goes to say, don't it, that the away record the home record last year was dreadful. Probably the worst home record I've seen since I've been going. Yeah. So, it's probably good that we weren't there last year. Hundred <laughs> percent, I know. What do you reckon of the game in total then? It was a game of two halves, wasn't it, mate? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. the first 15 minutes, I didn't think we started badly, to be honest. I thought the first 15 minutes were quite good. We started with a lot of energy. Obviously, the crowd were up for it, so the players fed off that. And we were probably looking at the score in the first 15 minutes. But after that, oh, I don't know, mate, after that. And that, the last period of that half, we struggled, didn't we, let's be honest. No, I couldn't agree more with you there. I thought the first 10-15 minutes we were okay. Alan had a chance, didn't he, outside the box? Yeah. And then McGray put a good ball on the box. Carver Lewin. We looked dangerous, didn't we? We looked dangerous. That was it. I thought we were going to look alright. Yeah, then for the last 35 minutes or so of the half, we didn't really do anything, did we? Well, it was as soon as Michael Keane, and we'll go on to speak about him, but it was as soon as Michael Keane made that mistake, really, wasn't it? Then everyone thought, oh, here we go again. Here we go. Yeah. Well, they scored in the 22nd minute, so it was like the first... 20 minutes into the game, he seems okay, and then as soon as that goal happens, we just folded, didn't we? Especially the rest of the half. It's same old Everton, really, because the head seemed to drop quick, didn't he? As soon as that goal went in, the next 10 minutes was shaky. I think Coleman sliced the clearance uh, onto yes. Armstrong, and Pickford made a good save at the near post. But speaking about Michael Keane and Mason Holgate, how do you think they played? I don't think they had the best games, did they? 
even in the second half, he got switched around, but in the first half, they were both very, very poor. A fourth out of two, Hoggy seemed a bit better going into the second half, but in that first half, and that mistake from Michael Keane, it's just not good enough on the opening day of the season. All the fans back, you want to have a good performance and just doing something like that. It's not, it, it has so much time on the ball to do something and he's just dwelling on the ball and then Dan Armstrong just nips, doesn't it? And it's just, it weren't good at all. Well, it's, that's been his that's been his problem since he came here, hasn't it? He seems a bit nervous. And I think everyone can tell that. I think you get that vibe from a player. Do you know when you see them playing and you think, <coughs> he looks nervous. Like he's yeah. capable of making a mistake at any point and he did. But yeah, he just looked nervous, especially after the mistake. You could tell that he was thinking about too much, thinking about the game too much. And Mason Algate next to him wasn't much better, let's be honest. He went. I think with Michael Keane, he's a confidence-based player, isn't he? And he has got no confidence at all. He's going to be so bad to put in the well, team. If he, starts, if he starts off with a mistake, then you know what type of game you're getting from. Yeah. He's not going to bounce back. You know it's only going to get worse from there. And to be honest with you, he did stabilise a bit in the second half, but I think that's just mainly down to we have more control of the game. Yeah, he did. They under, that's it, spot on. They weren't under pressure at all in the second half. Really. There's a few little corners that they had. They had a few in quick succession, didn't they? But other than that, we seem to deal all right with the second half. Um. You know, the second half, I thought we played quite well. First half, we were poor, but got to give them credit for the second half. I thought we were quite well, played quite well. Well, the manager deserves the most credit because he, he realised that he made the mistake because he had Gray, he had DCL, and he had Richarlison out wide. And yeah. he, he realised straight away, switched them in, Richarlison come inside, Gray went outside, and it made an immediate impact, didn't it? It did. He was like playing off Cavaloon, man. He didn't like play number 10 per se. He was more like an out and out forward, I'd say more. Yeah, it, was a, it was a weird one because yeah. I couldn't really tell what formation they were playing when they first lined up because Rashalos was obviously out wide. He had Townsend on the opposite wing and then he was playing in and around Cavaloon, wasn't he? He was That's like for knockdowns and stuff like that. But going on to Gray, I think we should mention him because I was massively impressed with the way you performed at the weekend Same. especially for the price tag that we paid 1.7 million for a player like him who gives us something that we haven't got he could be one of the bargains of the year he could be it's one of them players you've just been we knew what we needed didn't we last season we needed pace out wide somebody's direct just going to run at people and for a million quids he's played in the Prem before he's won a Premier League title it's half a no-brainer I think and if you see him the weekend he's going to he's going to threaten down the left-hand side Go, he's got a good cross on him, put a few good balls into the box, he's quick. I'm happy with the sign of me for what I've seen so far. He's just dangerous, he just gives us that danger, doesn't he? Especially out wide, it's just something that we haven't we haven't had for years, isn't it? We need him to be consistent, obviously. Yeah, of course. You might not but get that every week. If he can get consistent and he can get that consistency into his game, then he's gonna be a massive player for us because we haven't got anyone like that with his speed, his directness. I think that's what impressed me the most watching him to be honest. He's so direct and he, he'll beat his man and put the ball in straight away. Yeah, he might not be the best ball every time, it. will it? But he's gonna beat the man and get across and it's more than and we've that's seen what in Lewin few years. Needs. Yeah. Lewin needs that instant service, that quick ball into the box so he can he can beat his man from post. Because that's what he thrives on. That's where he's best. That's the one, isn't it? How do you think um Andros Townsend played? Uh, I wasn't massively impressed by him, but I didn't think I didn't think I what was gonna be either way. I thought yeah. I knew what we were getting. I know what he is. He's going to wear his socks off. He's going to be committed. And he's going to cross the ball when he gets the chance. Because he hasn't got a bad left foot. But he's just not consistently good with it, is he? Let's be honest. I can see why we've brought him in. Obviously, they seem like hard attack is going to be getting the ball into the box, isn't it? Getting the ball out wide. And just getting the ball into the box for Carver Lewin to attack. Or the Charleston. 
Well, um, 17 crosses. 17 crosses, I think I heard on match today. That we yeah, there. yeah, I I, it was. That was yeah. six, six or seven more than the highest amount of crosses that we had in a match last year. So it just goes to show you, doesn't it, the difference in ideas. I couldn't even tell you what our style of play was last season, especially at home. Slow. It was Slow. bad, wasn't it? It was Slow. awful. Yeah, just well, no We defended well. For a lot of that season, we defended quite well, didn't we? But we lacked going forward. I think we all knew that. That stood out to us the most. Yeah, going forward was atrocious, particularly at home anyway. Right, we're just going to uh, do our player ratings from the Slampton game at the weekend. Uh, I'll start, Luke. I had Pickford at a 7. Yeah, I've agreed with you there. I've got him as a 7-2. I thought his kicking wasn't the best in the first half. And it improved as the, as the game went on, didn't well, it? He, he um, did make one good pass to Richarlison, if you remember. Long yeah, ball. but it was when it was, that was from his, from his hand, yeah. really, I think, when it was on the floor. It went great. It was always going out of play and stuff like yeah, that. Obviously, he's like that, isn't he? He's hit and miss yeah. sometimes. Sometimes it'll be brilliant. Sometimes it'll go right out of play. That's it. Next up, we had a disagreement, didn't we? Because I had six for Seamus Coleman. Yeah, I feel Coleman a seven. It's tough um, because, as I said to you the other day, where I sit in the park end, I see exactly what's going on in front of me, and he was right in front of me for the whole second half, and I just didn't think he had a great game. It's debatable, isn't it? I thought he was okay, me. I obviously first half weren't amazing by any stretch of imagination, but second half we all seemed to improve. I think he was getting forward quite a lot. I thought when a Wobi come on, he linked up well with a Wobi too, um, and then even that pass for the for the goal, don't see a Wobi for the header. The dink. That, that, that that's got underrated that pass that hasn't been talked about enough I don't think because without that the goal doesn't happen yeah it's a good pass but it, and I, I understand that he's still got that but every week we de- desperately desperately need a right back 100% agree with you we need a right back that, that's got to be done before this transfer window shuts um, you know, I don't know who it may be we've got to just get someone in who's going to challenge him because I don't think John Joe Kenny's good enough by any stretch of imagination and we need better there don't we but I thought he had an okay game the captain. He thought he played well, to be fair. Well, going on to uh, Mason Hallgate, what did you give him? I'll give Hallgate a six. Yeah, same, same. I gave him a six, I thought. He didn't have a terrible game and he didn't make any massive errors leading to goals like his other centre-half. But yeah. he just looked nervous again. I think that's the word that stands out to me when I watch them two play. It just fills me with nerves. And, and the goalkeeper, I think the goalkeeper matters in this because if he's got two solid centre-halves in front of him, I think we'll We'll get a 7, an 8 out of 10 every week. And I think if you put these two in front of him, you, you're just asking for mistakes, aren't you? No, you're not. I think if you have to pick the two moving forward, it's got to be Godfrey and Mina, in my eyes. I think well, you can someone turned round to me at, in the middle of the game, just after the mistake, and said, if you went now and asked 90% of Goodison Park, who are the best two centre-offs at Everton Football Club, I think majority of them would tell you that it is Godfrey and it is Mina. Yeah, 100%. They've got to be the ones moving forward, haven't they? But it depends what Rafa sees in training and stuff. I don't know. I'd, I think if he sees that Mina's going to be a starting centre-half, he would have played at the weekend, wouldn't he? I assume, anyway. But I think he might go with Michael Keane and Godfrey at the weekend. Yeah, I, I agree, I think. I don't think I'll see, we'll see Hallgate. But then you might not play Keane because of the mistake. But we'll see, we'll see. We'll be interesting see. to see. Uh, Lucas Dean? See, I'll give Dean a six. But I feel like you've given him a high one, haven't you? I give him seven. It's just not high, but it's not low, is it? Yeah, it's just a standard game, isn't it? I don't know, I think I've come with, with Dean, you expect more, don't you? Because you know what, what what you can get out of Lucas Dean, you know, you can, you can get good balls into the box with Lucas Dean, but I just weren't seeing him at all on the weekends. I don't think he was at what, what you've come to expect from seeing him. I didn't think he was poor, I didn't think he had a bad game, he didn't stand out as having a terrible game, he wasn't as involved as maybe he was in a lot of the games last year. 
especially early on. But he wasn't terrible. I gave him a seven. I thought he was decent. He didn't make any massive mistakes. I thought <laughs> he kept the ball well. I just think since he had that injury, didn't he? In like November time last season, something like that. He hasn't really been the same. I don't think towards the end of last season, too, he weren't at his best. I think he's got to get back to where he was when we first got him and leading up to the start of last season. Um, I just think he can, he can improve me, to be honest with you. But we'll see what can happen with him. On to Alan. I thought had an okay game, me. I think off the ball, he went... Off the ball, he was excellent, sorry. But on the ball, he can improve. His passing and stuff weren't amazing. But I'll give Alan a seven. I gave him a six. I yeah. thought he was slightly off the pace, especially in the first half. Just slightly, wasn't massive. It wasn't like stand out. He's having a terrible game, but he was he was slightly off the pace, and I expect better. I do. I think he's going to be a good, a good player for us this year. And he needs to get fitter, obviously. But I think he'd be it. better. He'd be better with a fair man in there, wouldn't he? That's that's not what we're going to do, is it? I think we're going to play four four two all year. I think that's going to be. It looks like, doesn't it? That's going to be what he's going to go to, and I think he's going to have to get used to playing as a two, and he's going to have to be the sitter. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's going to happen. And I like the core on the weekend too. Um, the core was man of the match by an absolute mile throughout the whole game. Yeah, both halves. Both halves. He was brilliant, wasn't he? He was really. He was the one that started the first half, as if you could say he was the one that turned up. He was the one that put a shift in that first half. Yeah. In the second half, he just kicked on, didn't he? He took control of the game. He just gets tired watching him. He just doesn't seem to stop running, doesn't he? And even on the ball, he was, he seemed much better. His passing was very good. Yeah, he had a very good game. Then the goal just topped it off, didn't it? But I was even saying to the people around me, he's he's having a good game. And then next thing you know, he just belts that one into the top corner just to make it even better. Well, people but, yeah. forget that he was our best player the majority of last year. He got injured. He came back and he, was, he wasn't as good as what he was, but he wasn't bad. And he was rushed back. People forget that as well. He was rushed back into the team because we knew he had no one to replace him. Because he know we've got no one who does what he does. Nobody. Yeah. And if he can add goals to his game, then who knows how good he can be. The engine that he's got to. I know. He said, didn't he? We put a quote on our Twitter of what he was saying where he was told he needed to sit deep last year. But he's going to be getting further forward this year. He's promised more goals and... Straight away, he's delivered, hasn't he? So, yeah, I'm happy oh. to call it a very good game. If he can keep going, he's got to keep going. Got to keep going, bit of consistency. Let's let's see what he can do. Yeah. Townsend, what do you give Townsend? Six. So I'll give him a seven. Better be in a debut. I thought yeah, I'd give him an extra the, 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 the ratings aren't far apart, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't disagreed with me on anyone, have we? No. Yeah, I think we've watched a similar game. But, yeah, I thought it's, he had a few crosses and stuff like that, didn't he? But he didn't, like, just set the way out the lights. Well, he just worked hard, didn't he? he worked yeah, hard, you, you know like, what you're getting, don't you? He's not, He'll get a he's few not guaranteed to play season. every game. Well, at the moment, he probably is guaranteed to play every game, isn't he? Because I can't see him starting a be over him just because of how, how hard he works. And if he wants crosses, then that's your man, isn't it? He's going to whip balls in on that left foot. Exactly, exactly. I think him and Gray wise could cause problems. But I think with Townsend, he, he's going to look... He's going to be getting a few balls to the box, isn't he? That's what he's been brought in for. Get on your left foot, get balls into the box. Carvalhoon and Richardson kind of sat the edges. But um, was <laughs> well, an okay game, but he, he didn't set the way I'd like, did he? That's what I'll say no, about it. I don't him. think he will either. I think that's what, yeah. we, what we can expect from here at Townsend. Yeah. Uh, going on to Gray, what should you give him? Give the man a Gray an eight. 
I give him a seven, maybe a seven point five if he's lucky. I think I'm the more generous one of the two of us today, aren't I? With the ratings. <laughs> well, seven point five is not a bad rating, is it really? Okay, seven point five. I'll give you that we'll one. Give I'll accept yeah. that. Yeah. I've just spoke about that. I mean, he was direct. He was quick. He had a very, yeah, he had a very good game. That we didn't have yet. Yeah, so getting balls to the game. box. I was impressed. He looked sharp. That was the main word, wasn't it? I think he looked sharp. Yeah. He looked ready. Looked fit. Ready to go. That's what we need. That's the one. Um, Richardson. Eight. 8.5 around. Uh, I, I've gone for 8.5 for the Charleston. I think that's fair, isn't it? Because I think he was he was brilliant in the second half, but he wasn't as good in the first half. So it's fair to say that. Give to Corey the nine and the man of the match, the Charleston, 8.5. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I think first half he was okay. Yeah, he had to put the ball in the box, didn't he? Drummond Pickford's on that long kick, took it under control well and put it across the box for Carver Lewin. Um, but second half, he just turned it on, didn't he? It's just the you know, I'm loving that second half. Um, but yeah, first half could have been improved. But the whole team could have improved in the first half, couldn't he? It was just, we just weren't at it at all. Well, you can't play it wide. I, I know people keep saying this, and I see it all over Twitter, and I see Evan fans discussing it, and I've discussed it with Evan fans myself, but when was the last time you seen Richardson play well out wide? I know he started all right at the end at the start of last year, out wide, didn't he? But yeah. other than that, he hasn't played well for us since his first season out there. He's a centre-forward, and I think that's where he wants to play. I think that's where we're going to get the best out of him. Yeah. So, Let's start in there. If you have Dentsu up front, they're going to cause problems, aren't they? If you're getting the proper balls into the box too from... Service, isn't it? If it's yeah, all about yeah. service, if we can get good service into them. Because, let's be honest, DCL, definitely towards the second part of last year, he just fed on scraps. We weren't getting the ball forward fast enough. We weren't direct enough. We weren't getting yeah. enough crosses in there. So, hopefully, if we if we manage to get the service in with the likes of Gray, Townsend, Awobi, hopefully... <laughs> <laughs> hope that's a big hope that like, score so, goals he will score goals I think the pair of them will score goals to be honest with you I do I can see, well for sure he's got a goal and assist and Carol Lewin's got a goal so it's a good start for the pair of them isn't it you can't really complain I think we should uh, make a mention to uh, Alex Awobi I think you've got something to say about him yeah <laughs> saying about it before the, after the game really do you know what I'm not, I'm not a big I'm always biggest fan I don't think many Everton fans are Alex always biggest fan but credit where credit's due he came on there and he made a difference I thought he linked up very well with Coleman and then the um, the header obviously got an assist didn't he that's what you, you want you want your players to be getting goals and assists and he got an assist of the weekend and then he also played with Charlton in for the third goal to cross for Carl Lewin so he was he was involved in both of the goals that won us the game so yeah, he- he came in and he made an impact, didn't he? That's his job. Coming off the bench, making an impact, fresh legs, and he did that. Yeah. He, but he, he can do it every week now. To be honest. I can't see him starting anytime soon because I think if you start him, he's not the same player. But if he can give us that uh, 20 minutes, half an hour each week and he can put in, a, put in a good performance like that, then I'll be happy. But I'm just not holding my breath because I've seen it too many times before. I've not we I've just seen poor performances. So we'll see. What did you give him? I give him an eight. An eight. Yeah. Generous. What do you give I him? gave him a seven, which I think is fair. I think he came in and he made an impact. Obviously, you're saying he got an assist and he got like a, a secondary assist, didn't he? A pre-assist, didn't he? What do you call assist. it? Well, he made an impact and he came on it. I remember his run. I remember Charleston playing the ball for him and he ran from his side and he came inside and made that run. He, he had to say to the goalie, didn't he? He ran out of legs in the end. Didn't it? At the goalie, he passed it back to the goalie. He passed it back, yeah. It was basically yeah, a bad I remember pass, that. But... but I think if Richardson put that a bit more into his yeah, stride, I agree. Right to be foot. honest, you're absolutely right because if he would have put a bit more legs on it, yeah. he he's had to down, come onto his left foot and hasn't he? And then he's took it wide a bit. But if that's into his path and he can just run onto it, he could have got a goal there too and might have been man of the match. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh. You are right there. 
Um, we're just going to go on to Leeds, the Leeds game at the weekend. How do you think we're going to get on? Honest opinions? Honest opinions? Yeah. I'm not that confident. I, I, to, put it this way, I'd take a point now. If I got off of the points, I'd take it. I just don't know. I, I watched them. Well, I didn't watch them, but I heard, obviously heard about the results. I live with a Leeds fan, as you know. Yeah. A big Leeds fan. So it's going to be interesting. In this well, that was one of their, that's probably their biggest game, isn't it? United away. Like, that's the seat, that's the picture they're going to want to look forward to the most. So starting the season like that isn't great, but they've got a full Elland Road for the first time since 2004 on Saturday. Yeah, it'll be rocking. And, and of course, it's Everton who've got to go there and try and shut them up. It's going to be tough. And yeah, the way they play, it's high it's high paced, isn't it? Depressive. They don't give you a minute on the ball. I just thought we can deal with it and be ready for it. We beat them last year, to me, to be fair, away from home. No fans. So we've done it, exactly. No fans. I mean, no we've shown fans. how much fans make a difference by Goodison. There was we a lot more gotta... home wins, weren't there, as well, across the Premier League in total. I wouldn't put it past us to go there and beat them, because I don't think that they're a great sad. They're not amazing, are they? But they just, they just make it hard for you. So it be I don't tough. Know. It's going to be tough. They're going to run everywhere, aren't they? They're going to be active. They're going to be the intensity is going to be high. We've just got to try yeah, and keep them at bay, haven't we? For the for the first like half an hour, just make sure we've been like one nil down for half an hour, because try and silence the crowd a bit, and then we can go from there. No early goals. No early goals. No, that'll be a shambles. It's a disaster, isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, if we had to say start at eleven. Would you see any changes? Would you make any changes if you were uh, Rafa Benitez? Um, I'd get Ben Goffey back in there. And if it was me, I'd put Yeri Mina back in there too. So you'd make two centre-half changes straight away? Possibly, possibly. I think that that's what you've got to be. If you want your centre-backs to be consistent, don't you? Like, you want your centre-backs to be your centre-backs. I think well, moving it's forward... It's time that we had two centre-halves. We played a run of six, seven, eight games in a row. That's it. We can't see chopping chop and changing. We Everton centre-halves. Play consistently week in, week out. It's just chop change, chop change. Exactly. That's what it always seems to be, doesn't it? I'd 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 probably throw them both in me, like, but I can't see Rafa doing it. I think he'll probably put in Godfrey for Holgate. If we have to if I can see one change on Saturday, that'll be it. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he will, yeah. I think that'll be the change. I think he'll go with the same team, just with Godfrey in there over Holgate. Yeah, and we'll probably see Richards and start further forward too, not out wide. And they'll probably see front, shouldn't he? Really, he should be. He should be yeah. the second striker. But I don't think he was up front. Don't like, I couldn't think he was like a number ten, but he was getting forward too. It was like off off Carbot Lewin. It was weird, wasn't it? Well, he worked he, as we know. He's going to work incredibly hard. So that just I yeah. think he, his his ability just to drop in, bring the ball back, win fouls as, he, as you see him with the nutmeg. Exactly. Weekend, I think he, he won a foul in the nutmeg there, Ward Prowse. Yeah, Ward Prowse. And uh, they fouled him, he got went round him and he fouled him, he won the foul there for us. So I think if he keeps doing that and he's giving us the assists and the goals, which we're going to need, we are going to need. Because yeah. well, if you if you went anywhere now and said, you score for Everton today, who are your first two guesses? Calvert-Lewin, Richardson, are we going to win? Exactly. I mean? Well, if you go to the bookies before it, it and you put a bet on, you know you're doing Richardson or Carver Lewin, aren't you? They're, they're two the two that you're going to do. They're the only two, aren't they? They're the yeah. only two likely to score. The only two that are dangerous. So hopefully, Gray can chip in with a few. Yeah. Need, if Moish Keane stays, we need a few from him, don't we? Really, we need five, five to eight goals. He's coming off the bench if he stays, which I don't think he will. But if he does, that's what we need. I think a Wobie should chip in with a fair amount of assists if he gets game time. I think he will. There's just not many. Goals. When you look at the team, you look at the squad as a whole. You've got the two front men, obviously, who score goals, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, hopefully these new lads can bag a few too. Um, 
Townsend, great. As you mentioned there, you've got Moise Keane as well. We have you mentioned, by the way, the whole podcast, um, James Rodriguez, the situation with him. No, not on the team on Saturday, being Southampton. I've, I've seen his Twitch comments again too. He's never off that Twitch, is he? Saying that he won't be in the squad for the Leeds game either. Um, I don't know if, if he's even isolating anymore. I just think it's a case of Rafa not picking him or him choosing not to play. Well, it's just a weird situation, isn't it? Because... I look at it from a point of view that can we really afford to be turning players of his quality down when we've got players in the squad who are just nowhere near as good as him? I know. He could slot in that number 10 role too. Obviously, where Gray was first half. But Gray out wide, you can put Hammers in there. I think a game like Leeds away might not even suit Hammers, though, either thinking about it. So maybe Saturday wouldn't be the best. Get him back into an own game with a full Goodison where, we, where we're going to be consoling the ball a lot more. I just think that's hopeful. I don't think he's going to stay. I don't think he wants to stay, no matter what he says. I think he is looking for a way out. And if there was a club right now who had the money available to them to buy him for, let's say, 10, 15 million, I think he'd snap their hands off. I do. I just, By the way, he comes across all the Twitch comments and I've got no problem with him being open yeah. being, and letting people know what's going on. Like, There's no issue with that. I understand that he's got a lot of fans and he's, he's, he's a global superstar, as one might say, but I just don't know. It's a tough situation because I want him to, I want to see him stay, obviously. But all we all want to see him play at Goodison, don't we? I think that's what yeah. that's what he's here for. We all want to see him because we know what he can do. We seen it last year. I understand he was injured a lot, but we seen it last year. It will be sad if we have him for a year going into this season and we don't get to see him play live. Having a player of his calibre, his quality, as you said, he's a global superstar as well. Probably the most famous Colombian in football at the minute, and you just think. We can't get to see him play live. I don't know. It's a horrible situation, isn't it? But I'd like to keep it's him. It's an Everton situation. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a horrible situation. <laughs> it is an Everton situation. There couldn't be nothing more Everton about it. He's probably uh-huh. the best the best quality. I'm not saying he's the best player because obviously that all the injuries and the physical attributes and all that come into play when you're speaking about that. But he's yeah. the most gifted Everton player I've probably ever seen. And I have yeah. seen him play live. 100%. So it's just difficult for us, but... I get it, I get it, I get it. So, as you know, we got the five players back who were isolating for last week's game, or Saturday's game. Yeah. Uh, Rodriguez, Gabamon, Godfrey, Gomez, and Moish Keane. Do you think any of them will make the start in 11? <laughs> um, probably not, no, thinking about it. They'll be on the bench, though, won't they? I'd imagine, I'd imagine Keane, Gomez, Godfrey, actually. I can see him being in starting 11. If he's yeah, well, fully fit and stuff like he's that, probably, he's had done to come back in, and he has, especially after the game Michael Keane has. I think he yes. is. He'll be the one that comes back in, the rest will make the bench. Hopefully. I'll, I'll be surprised if Ben Godfrey's on the bench on Saturday. I'll be very surprised. Um, but the rest, I can see coming on and making being on the bench too. Hopefully, he can come on and make an impact too. Keane, you're expecting him to come on, and if he's, if he's got to stay, he'll be just talking around. He'll be just comes on and thinks, right, am I never playing now? I've got to get on with it. But if he's gonna We're not gonna get that side of Moise Keane, are we? We're not gonna get that professional side where he says, Do you know what I'm just gonna stick it out? Because it's just not what the modern player is, is it? Let's be honest. No one seems to even want him either, do they? Like he was thinking about Inter Milan, don't I think they've gone down a different route. Um but, Roma, they've just signed Tammy Abraham. Like he, no one in the seems to want him back. PSG aren't gonna aren't gonna pay for him though, so he's, he's gotta just get on with it. Considering the whole outlook of the transfer window so far, if someone said is twenty million for Moise Keane. I think I'd snap your hands off. I honestly would, and I think he's probably eventually he'll be worth a lot more than that. Maybe yeah. one day playing for somewhere someone else, but I just can't see it playing for Everton. And 
we could use that twenty million to sign players, much needed players. I don't think they're going to take a loss on him though. Not a chance. What do we pay twenty? They're going to want to recoup the same fee or make a little bit of profit, aren't they? They're not going to lose any money on him. Not a chance. Well, it wouldn't be surprised. We've lost money on about one hundred and fifty players. The exactly. That's why. That's why though they're not going to do it again on a player where they know they can make profit. He's only about twenty one, isn't he? Twenty two. He's still young. We're not going to get it from PSG. I tell you that. No, not a chance. I thought Italy was was the one. I thought Inter would have got him. To be fair, but that seems to not be happening either. So who's who's went to Inter? Have they got that lad from Atlanta? Yeah, when they're only getting Jekyll too. I'm not sure they might have signed Jekyll actually. Is that why? Is that why Roma signed Abraham? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. But that's what's being agreed, doesn't it? Yeah, Eden Jeho signed for Inter. That, that's official. So, they've signed Jeho, and they're going to get someone else from Atlanta. And you just mentioned Rowan have signed Tammy Abraham. Unless he goes back to Juventus, but I can't stop him either. Hopefully someone comes out the woodwork later on. But even Lake Hamwood won't do us any favours, will it? Because we won't have anyone with Evan. So, it'll just be a mess. We get someone from from England, couldn't we? But I don't think it'll be anyone of... He's well class, put it that way. I couldn't think of anyone off the top of my head now that I'd want to replace Moise Keane as a backup striker. And I'm not saying Moise Keane's any good. I'm just saying I can't think of anyone right now, if we'd be sitting here thinking about it, that I'd want him to to replace him for the money that we could get for him. But it's not our job. Obviously, there'd be players out there, but that starts the scouting, isn't it? And that's that's it. Martin Marshall have... Brands and the scouting team to, to find the right player to replace him. If we even get rid of him. we find the right player, though? It's very rare that we come across the right player, isn't it? Oh, Most of our literally. players are English Poor, overrated. English poor, overrated. Let's be honest, saying how it is, isn't it, really? Yeah. We'll describe everything in a, in a sentence. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I think we're going to end it there for this week. Uh, yeah. We're aiming to get one episode out every week, so keep your eye open, Blues, because we're going to be coming at you thick and fast with the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate all the support on every social media platform, and as Luke said earlier on, if you aren't following us, head over there and give us a follow at underscore Everton Report. And uh, any feedback about this episode, massively appreciated. And we'll, uh, we'll be at you next week for another episode. So we'd just like to say uh, to everyone, thanks for listening. And make sure you tune in next week to uh, the Everton Report podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening, people.